Welcome to Brand New Doctor with me, Rella Kerajo, doctor turned brand strategist and graphic designer for health and wellness. Each episode, I talk to an inspiring doctor or dentist who has built a successful brand and share insights with you on everything they don't teach you in medical and dental school, on how to succeed and make a lasting impact. Your success story has already begun, but life doesn't hand out pass marks. So this is for you if you want to go beyond book smart. Be honest. How many times have you had an idea and not gone through with it because you worried about what other people would think? This has happened to me more times than I care to admit, and I'm guessing it's the same for you. Fear is a tricky subject and is in truth impossible to eliminate entirely. So the question is, how do you feel the fear and do it anyway? My guest, Dr. Yoande Oduole, had to overcome this when she started her YouTube and Instagram, sharing her experience as a dental student and teaching others how to get into dental school. Despite the naysayers, she grew her following and now only two years after qualifying has become well known for her passion for dental education. She's won a number of awards including the FTDP Dental Student of the Year in 2020 and shared during our talk that she had just been listed in the top 50 most influential people in dentistry, being the second black female to make it. But none of this would have happened if she had given in to what other people thought. So doesn't it make you wonder, what could you achieve if it wasn't for fear? We're about to deep dive into mindset and practical tips for overcoming what I believe is the biggest block to success. You guessed it, fear. Thank you so, so much for joining me today, Yorande. I'm so excited to talk with you because I feel like you're a genuine, just lovely person. From everything that I've seen about you and all the interactions that we've had, I feel like, you know, you genuinely want to help people and just share the knowledge that you have. I think this will be a great kind of chance for you to to talk about things maybe that you don't necessarily talk about usually. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really honored to be to be on your podcast and it's a great thing that you're doing to help other people as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm I'm really excited to have you. Honestly, the pleasure is all mine. So, the first thing I wanted to talk to you about was with you mentoring and helping aspiring dentists and this podcast being all about helping graduates and and people who are new to the field as well. Mm-hmm. What kind of uncommon advice do you tend to give people that they maybe don't normally hear that you wish you would have known? Oh, big question. Yeah, um, I know, big one to start with. <laughs> <laughs> I think to answer that question, I just have to just speak a little bit about my experiences because from my experiences, that's where I've been able to, to learn from and then be able to give the advice to people. So like going all the way back to when I applied to dental school, I actually didn't get in the first time. 
and I had my heart set on dentistry like this is what I wanted to do you know I didn't have any dentists in my family or anything like that it was just I was good at science and I loved people and I just thought you know what this seems like a really good career so you know when you're passionate about something and you're, you have your, your heart set on it and you know I applied I even got two offers from Manchester and Liverpool but then when the time came um, to get the grade I was one percent off from the exam oh wow yeah I remember that day like it was yesterday like it always gives me like nightmares because I was doing the exam and I've done so many mock papers before but on that particular exam right at the back like you know you've got the front and then you've got the back you have to turn the whole booklet around there was a whole 25 mark question there oh and no. I didn't see it so it was it wasn't until the end when they were collecting the papers that they were like oh you didn't answer the question on the back and I was like wait what and I literally just burst into tears so from that moment I was just like okay those are my offers gone out the window and when I actually got the results like it was painful that it was only one percent because even if I had just written like two sentences I would have probably like got in but you know I'm quite you know into my faith and I just feel like God makes things happen for a reason so one piece of advice from that bit I'd say even if you get obstacles that come your way that take you off course don't feel like you know you're gonna give up because at that time I genuinely felt like okay maybe being a dentist is not for me and maybe I should just do something else I was gonna do biomed or something but I just thought you know what you really want to do this like just take that as a setback because setbacks happen to everyone you know we all have setbacks but the most important part is how you you know get over that because we can just dwell in that and I was so like I think I was actually depressed that summer I was just so like over it like oh my god what's the point of even trying again and I think I cared a lot about what other people thought because that meant I would have to go and retake and that thought of just retaking one subject just made me feel like especially if you're someone that's been getting consistently good grades to go and now retake I was just thinking oh my gosh this is so embarrassing but that's another piece of advice I'd say don't even care about what others think because at the end of the day it's your life and you know even though everybody went to uni and I had to stay back to do it again at the end of the day, that's one of the best decisions that I made in my life. Because if I didn't, I definitely wouldn't be where I am today. So doubting yourself is completely normal. Everyone has their doubts. But letting it stop you is a choice. And, you know, if you if you give up, that's something that, that you know, you can't go back. So like one thing, oh, there's this quote by Eric Thomas. He always says, pain is temporary. It may last a day, it may last a week, it may last a year, but if you quit, that lasts forever. So you're going you're gonna to have times where you're going to feel like, oh my gosh, like why is this happening? But just think that is temporary, you know, let's try and get through it. But if you quit and just say, okay, I'm not doing this anymore, you're going to have to live with that thought that you didn't even try for the rest of your life. And... I'm just so happy that I did try and that's my advice literally just keep on trying and you know it's not always going to be easy you know if you do what's easy you know it's just not like whatever's worth having doesn't come easy so you know it's not always going to be easy but if it's worth it and if you know you know that that's what you want then just do it.
Yeah, I think that's some really sound advice. I'm I'm curious. You said a couple of things that I'm really interested to kind of hear mm. more about. So what what do you think that the failure itself taught you other than you stick with it? Was mm-hmm. there anything about it in particular that you've learned from that you would like you wouldn't want to have lost that chance to have that lesson if you like? I think before that failure, I think I was very like I was a nice person, but even my partner, he used to tell me, but I didn't see it. He would tell me that I was being very proud because, you know, when you're like someone that gets good grades and you just feel very proud and you're like, yeah, 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 I'm all that basically. But then when you have that failure, it really humbles you. And I think that it really humbled me. And I'm so happy it happened because now I'm like, you know, I think I'm a lot more like humbled. <laughs> so it's just important to have that because you don't want things to get to your head. And I'm happy that I had that because I think a lot of people can go through life and not really have any adversity and they just go through life plain sailing and, you know, they ha- you can have a good life. I mean, that's fine. I'm not saying everybody has to struggle, but I think when you do have those moments that really get you, it can completely just change how you see things. So, yeah, I think that's, that's the thing. It's really humbled me and kind of changed mm-hmm. me as a person. Yeah, I can understand that because I feel like until something bad happens, you kind of feel like nothing bad can happen to you. Exactly. And then when it does happen, like the longer you go without something bad happening, (laughs) the more surprised you are that, oh my gosh, like I hear bad things happen to like bad people, bad things happen to good people, but bad things don't happen to me. And actually they do. And it really reminded me of this TEDx video and I've watched a lot of TEDx videos. A woman was talking about resilience Mm -hmm. and I've heard people say that resilience is actually more worthwhile to build than confidence. Mm -hmm. And I kind of get that. I think like a lot of confidence is about resilience actually. And Mm -hmm. um, you know, three tips she gave. One was don't think why me, think why not me. Expect that bad things will happen at some point in your life. Mm -hmm. And the best thing to do when they do come along is when you're trying to cope with it, decide what you're trying to do or what you're thinking about or what you're spending your time ruminating on is it helping you or is it hurting you and I guess at some point when you were preparing you had to think like like I just have to do this rather than Mm -hmm. like just why did it happen yeah those things that you can think about I feel like people a lot of people that are like successful I feel like they just do things regardless of how they feel they just go Mm. for it and whenever you hear these kind of success stories it's just you know everything seems like it was going against them but they just managed to just get through it and it's all it's much easier when you look at the finished product but when you're actually going through it it's just like oh my gosh but yeah, yeah. no I completely the resilience is so important for sure because yeah I was really interested to kind of talk to you about fears and concerns because you've obviously had to just go for things regardless of feeling concerned or worried about what other people think Sometimes I look back at like fears and concerns I had when I was in medical school mm. or when I was a kid and I look at them now and I'm like, wow, they felt so real at the time and now it's not as significant to me. Mm. I just wonder what, what kinds of things do you look back at and think, yeah, it was real at the time, but now if I had to deal with that again, I wouldn't feel the same kind of worry or anxiety about it. Mm, it's quite interesting because as a student like everything kind of worries you I think you know every little (laughs) thing you're just like oh my gosh my my life is over I think it was just like mainly exams because I was just so like oh my god I have to get this grade I have to get that grade or 
you know. But sometimes you do it, you don't get the best grade, but life goes on. And just, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, especially as medical and dental students. Because you, you imagine you come from go, uh, secondary school where you're like kind of top, and then you go to dental medical school where everyone's the same. And like everybody's got good grades and, you know, you just feel like you're just in a room full of just smart people. So I think even dental school, medical school humbles you as well. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like a lot of things did sort of stress me out and I, I, I yeah now I look back at it I think at the time it, it was good because that when you do get stressed out it pushes you to just do better because I'm kind of person that responds to pressure like if an essay needs to be done and the deadline's in two days I'll get it I'll get it done in two days whereas <laughs> if it's in two weeks I'll, I'll leave it for like a week yeah until those last two days yeah and then there's two yeah, days left sure. <laughs> to do it yeah so I think a lot of students respond well to pressure. <laughs> I don't know why that mm. is. So what advice would you give to someone dealing with those kinds of same concerns that you had? I mean, there's more, you know, there's, there's more to life than you. Like, you know, enjoy it, but just don't let the pressure get to you too much. It's easier said than done. And you probably will feel like that. Like, I'm not going to say don't feel like it because it's normal. It's normal. Mm-hmm. Especially if something means a lot to you, you're going to get, stressed but don't forget to don't neglect yourself because I remember I used to spend hours and hours in the library and you know sometimes I even forget to eat and just not even talk to people just shut people out but it's not that deep because there were times when I revised so hard in the library and I still got the same grade compared to when I was like seeing friends and stuff like that so I think a lot of people think that they have to revise 24-7 in order to get the best grade. But it's there's something called like effective re- revision that you can do. I think it's quality over quantity. You know, you don't have to cram the whole textbook. It's just knowing how to have like revise in a smart way. And that's something I learned over time in uni because I think I, I used to just spend all my time just trying to revise. I used to think the more time I spent, the mm. better it will be. But you need to have just blocks where you do like good revision and just meet up with friends, for example. It's just really important to have to have a balance. I think my strategy was just straight cramming. (laughs) And and I wouldn't recommend that, to be honest with you. I think there are much healthier (laughs) ways to ways to learn. I have a I have a pretty good memory. So Mm -hmm. I would kind of just lean into that. Mm-hmm. But but it was at the detriment for me. It was definitely at the detriment of my sanity sometimes, mm. and I would just lock my myself away, especially for the January exams. I mm-hmm. would ne- I never had a good Christmas when I was in like the first three years of medical school, because wow. because I was always like yeah, and I wouldn't I wouldn't do that again. But you know, you know, you talked about smart kind of revision or just working smart rather than working. Mm-hmm hard what things did you learn or what did you refine over time and that you would advise someone else on so I think just having like a to-do list daily I remember I had my whiteboard I'd always have like hey what am I going to revise today and just be very focused it's very it's better to have like focus the vision rather than just I'm going to do everything so (laughs) and then always like quiz yourself at the end of each thing that you've revised so then you know how much you've learned I loved doing like a good quiz um, because I think I learned better from like testing myself because when you get something wrong, you really remember that so you don't try and get it wrong again. Yeah. So yeah, definitely 
organize it, what you're going to organize, make a plan, and then quiz, 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 pass papers, you know, look for stuff online, even YouTube videos. Um, I, used, I love YouTube. I have a YouTube channel myself, so I love yeah. visual things, so just watching stuff, because that can just, you can remember that. I feel like when you, I'm a visual learner, I like to see stuff. I mean, it makes sense in my head. To be honest with you now, whenever I want to learn something or get the gist of something, I'm more likely to go to YouTube than Wikipedia mm-hmm. to just watch like a three minute video or something exactly. on something to have it explained to me. But yeah, do you know something I used to do that I think is quite helpful when I was not in my straight cramming phase <laughs> for exams? I would I would read a lecture and every fact that I learned, I would ask a question. I just mm-hmm. write down questions for everything. And then when I'd finished, I'd go back and answer those questions. I found that really helpful and I'd turn them, like I could cut them up and turn them into flashcards and I would just like flick through them when I was on the bus. And that would, that was really helpful to me. But yeah, yeah I guess. See, everyone yeah. has their way of doing things. I guess it's just yeah. figuring out what works best for you. Yeah, you, you, you figure that out along the way, definitely. So speaking of your YouTube channel, something mm-hmm. that I really loved kind of going through doing, I was doing a little bit of research on you before we had a chat and I went back right to the start when you first posted your first YouTube video. And oh I just loved how you, <laughs> I imagine you don't go back to look at that very often. That was a freestyle. <laughs> so I was on my laptop. I just opened it. I said, you know what? Let's do a video. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to go far. <laughs> Because I had that experience, the whole, like, not getting in. And then when I finally got the offer, I was like, mm-hmm. no way. After all of this, taking the year out, I still managed to make it in center school. Like, I have to talk about this. I have to share this for anyone that might be in the same situation. So I literally was just on my camera, um, like, probably the worst video quality ever. I wasn't even thinking about all that. I just recorded. I, I think it was, like, 20, 30 minutes. I was just speaking, speaking, and speaking. To think, like, now a lot of people have actually watched it and found it so useful. And I think, you know what, when something's laid in your heart, just do it. Because I feel like, you know what, it's, I feel like this can really help anybody that's literally in the same position. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. No, I was happy to do that. And then I wasn't going to take YouTube seriously, to be honest. And then after that, I was like, oh, you should probably do a bit more videos. YouTube is something that you have to put a lot of time into. But if you, if you enjoy it, and I just love putting stuff out there, like making content. It's interesting you say like you had the idea and then you just went and did it. I think I find that the longer I think about doing something, the less likely it is to happen. I don't know if yeah. that's the same for you. Yeah, yeah there's something yeah. to be said for, for just acting on things like straight away, right? Exactly, I agree. Like, cause, yeah, the longer you leave it, you're just not going to do it. Life gets in the way, and I just I felt that excitement at the time. I was like, oh no, I need to, I need to do this. I need to speak. I need to let this out. Like, share this story for anybody mm-hmm. that might need it and yeah. yeah lo and behold yeah. it was it was and that's the I think that's kind of the start of where because now I kind of like mentor people that are getting into dental school and that's where mm-hmm. it just all started because I feel with me having that experience it just really want I, it allowed me to just feel like you know I want to help people through this process so I kind of help them with their personal statements do like mock interviews with them just because I've been through it twice I'm um, like I know how this feels. Mm-hmm. But yeah, throughout dental school, I've been I make it a like throughout my YouTube channel, I make videos for you know people that are wanting to do dental, especially like like I guess people that are like of minority, you know, black because you, you know you don't see a lot of black dentists around. And I just felt like mm-hmm. my own kind of responsibility to 
to show, look, I'm female, I'm black and I'm a dentist. And I, you know, I don't have any dentists in my family. You know, even if you don't, you can still, you can still do it. And I just, I thought that, because YouTube is one of the biggest search engines. So I literally have a video called how to become a dentist. So, you know, if that young black girl that doesn't have any dentists in their family is thinking about it, they see someone mm-hmm. that looks like them on YouTube. Like, I remember when I saw the first black dentist, um, Dr. Yucheno Okoye, I saw her on a Sensodyne advert. And I was like, oh my God, like, what? She's black, she's a dentist, <laughs> and she's on an advert? And that, I was just so happy. And I was like, you know what? I want to be that dentist. I'm going to do my best to put myself out there, create content, do what I need to do. And I'm so happy I, I have because that's led to different companies noticing me. Like I, I've done a talk in partnership with Colgate and just stuff that I would mm-hmm. never have imagined happening because I've just put myself out there. Um, so yeah, it's crazy what happens when you just decide to, to do something. Yeah, I think I think something that I'm trying to do this year is just have a bias towards action and mm-hmm. like not rumination. I'm a real thinker. And so I'm trying to be more of a doer. Definitely. <laughs> think, I think you can literally think yourself to death. Like think, 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 think. <laughs> like even my driving instructor, funnily enough, he was telling me, you hey, aren't they like when you're driving? Because I was like, because I was telling him, because we were going to go, I think we were t- doing a turn. And then a driver came through and I thought, like, oh, I thought he was going to go. So just stop thinking. Look, you may take action. You can see what they're doing. <laughs> you say, you think before you take action. You need to take action and think after. I just do it. Mm-hmm. You knew the yeah. right thing to do. Like my car was edging. I wanted to turn, but then because I saw them come in, and I was thinking like, oh, are they going to go as well? Are they going to come straight? You know, they weren't really signaling. But just you know, do what you thought you were going to do anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that that's normally yeah. the right thing to do. So I do gymnastics actually, oh, and nice. yeah, it's really fun. It's something I I've just kind of rediscovered because I I really wanted to be a gymnast when I was a kid, but I didn't have like kind of the access to the things that I needed to be able to do that so finding out that there's still ways to kind of like learn about that now is really Mm. fun but that's an aside gymnastics really teaches me about life because I find Mm. that whenever I'm like thinking thinking before I do something I am like more likely to land on my head and I do land on my head more often than I I care to mention to be honest (laughs) with you if I'm gonna think if I think that I want to do it and I want to do it well then I'll then I'll be fine I wanted to ask you about what you did to kind of overcome the fear of what other people were thinking because we spend too much time thinking about what other Mm. people think and it's that we have no control over that really Mm -hmm. but we still expend a lot of energy on it and I wonder how did you overcome that so that you could just go ahead and do what you wanted to do it is difficult because a lot of us we we like it when our peers approve of what we're doing and it's just it's just you always want that gratification from somebody else like somebody telling you oh well done pat on the back but I remember when I first started my Instagram page in dental school this is not something people commonly did especially as a student like mm-hmm. you haven't got any work to show why you started a page and I just wanted to start it like oh you know what? I want to do make content to help dentistry blah, blah, blah. and I think a lot of people just thought it was so lame like oh god look at this girl like <laughs> and I could tell that's what they were thinking like every time I'd get my camera out try and do like a little vlog like I could just feel like people like sniggering and stuff, but I didn't. I tried not to get in there. I was like, you know what? I like, my you and you know what you're doing. You like it, and it's not bad, and it's giving students an insight into dental school, and you know, just do what you enjoy. 
you know people will always try and say stuff whether you do things that are good or bad everyone's gonna have an opinion at the end mm-hmm. of the day and that's one thing True. i had to yeah literally someone will talk if he does something great someone will talk someone will write, someone will talk. people will always have an opinion so at the end of the day you might as well just do what you want to do because you're you need to make yourself happy so i just tried not to let it distract me or you know feel insecure about it but you know what i i know what i'm doing is good and i like it and you know i always try and make sure it's good quality and you know if people think it's weird then so be it but it's funny because as the years have gone on now a lot of people are actually trying to make instagram pages like five years later and i'm like hmm this is interesting <laughs> there's so many doctors and dentists now getting online doing what mm-hmm. what you did and i think what you said about people just always having an opinion people always thinking or wanting to say something you know something i realize is just that people people say things that they don't even remember that they said and then yeah. you can hold on to that for years for decades wow, yeah, and yeah. you would not even and they wouldn't even remember that they that they had that effect on you so people's throwaway comments they just throw them out into the world they Mm -hmm. stick to us and then we carry them around with us forever and it's like Mm -hmm. it's not it's not fair and the easiest way to correct that balance is just to dust that stuff off and not let it hang around because you know that they had a thought about you for one second and then they went back to thinking about themselves again because everyone has their own stuff right (laughs) our words hold so much weight so like what you said, mm-hmm. you know, people say things and they forget they've even said it. Like there have been times where I've said, even me, I've been guilty of it. I've said something to a friend and they're like, oh yeah, you said this. And I'm like, wait, I said that? Oh no, I didn't mean it like that. And like people will interpret things in different ways. So mm-hmm. that's why it's so important for us to take things that I said with a pinch of salt. Half the time you don't even know, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I was, I think I was reading like, because a lot of um, celebrities obviously get trolled and stuff. I think I can't remember who it was, but they said, you know, if I don't know that person in capacity and they haven't added anything to my life, then why should I care what they have commented? You know, if you don't, yeah, if, if that person is not someone you would trust or take their advice, then why should you? You know, they don't know you. They don't know mm-hmm. you. People, people, people say things. Com- People can, people can be so judgmental without actually getting to know you. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's so, so true. Yeah, just... I mean, obviously we're humans. We'll, sometimes we'll care what people think, but I think genuinely I just try and do my own thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that song by Usher, Pop Your Colour? Pop Your Colour? How does it go? Go on, now I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> how does it go sing it <laughs> we're gonna cut this from the show <laughs> expecting that oh my gosh people. but you know the song you say hey ladies <laughs> oh yeah 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 okay I know I'll, I'll, I'll put, I'll put you oh, I'll definitely cut this me. yeah you know the song okay I started to think that you did know the song you just wanted me to say <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> yeah that song i sing that to myself i don't really have, to be honest with you i don't have that many haters in my life i think mm-hmm. that i'm probably my biggest hater sometimes oh, really? and i'm really yeah. working on that and so i i sing that song to myself all the time when i've been like working hard on something and like mm. i start to like get these kind of like negative like 
things in my head or whatever I imagine like oh this person might say this or that person might say that I just sing the words of this song it's like yeah. you know that you know you're doing good because they're jealous like people yeah. when you're doing something people have something to say 100%. and that's like that's what I say to myself yeah like, yeah just you doing recent, something just taking up space yeah 100% like recently like obviously thank god and everything that like, I, I, I got shortlisted um as a candidate for dentistry's top 50 like most of wow. people yeah so and even that i was kind of hating on myself i was like oh my gosh like you don't deserve this i so many other better dentists than you why are you on this thing like oh god like you know when you're just putting yourself down and i kind of i'm kind of mm-hmm. apprehensive to even post about it in case because i start thinking oh my gosh what if somebody else thinks that why is she on it so maybe let me just not talk about it <laughs> So this mm. is what our mind does, like we go around in circles. So true. Because we're just you gotta sing it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, literally. I might play that song after yeah. this now. Yeah, for real. It's it's a really I think it's like it's so true. Like we we actually we psych ourselves out of doing things before we do it because we're imagining we're imagining what other people might be thinking, which we actually have no idea mm. what they're really thinking anyway. So they're kind of two degrees of separation, our imagination and then what we like what they're thinking both Mm. of which like have no evidence really to back them up so actually i was actually listening i can't remember the name of the ted talk but i think it's called be bold or something like that some lady Mm -hmm. was saying the secret to getting anything you want in life is to be bold so Mm -hmm. if you're being smart so there's bold people and there's smart people so smart people (laughs) think about all the bad things that could happen to them Whereas bold people think about all the things that could go right. So I think it was quite interesting when she said that. I was like, oh my God, that's so true. Because I think, especially in terms of people that, oh, this could happen wrong, this could happen wrong, this could happen. But those people that are bold and they just do it, they just, they don't care. Like, and it, half the time it goes right. Like, I'm sure we've been in, you know, crowds and you see that person that just puts their hand up and they just ask what they want to ask and they do what they want to mm-hmm. do. They're just bold and they are half the time they get the most benefit from whatever it was because they've decided to put themselves forward whereas us people that are too intellectual we're thinking oh this this that this this that but half the things that we're thinking about probably won't even happen yeah yeah overthinking and yeah trying to like stop ourselves before we actually even have a chance is yeah it's a real it's a real problem that i've i've really like I've I, I've I've worked hard on on like figuring out how to get over this, mm-hmm. and so I I wonder for you what things along this journey because mm-hmm. you've been you've been on quite a long journey. Like let's say it even started for you when you were in high school and you decided mm-hmm. you were going to do the A levels, and like and now you are where you are now on the top fifty influential mm-hmm. most influential people in dentistry, which is incredible. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm just wondering. Like, what, what have you learned along the way that you are most grateful to have learned? It's a hard one, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, there's so many things. Like, I, I always love, you know, the act of gratitude. Like, I'm just so grateful for everything. And I think one thing that, you know, really I want to tell people is that you, you literally, you don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started to be great. You know, you have to do something. You have to make, whether it's put yourself out there, whether it's, you know, go outside your comfort zone, you have to do something. You know, greatness just never happens with people just thinking about stuff. 
Like mm-hmm. they say, the graveyard is the is the most is the richest place because it's got so many people's dreams that have died with them, and mm-hmm. you don't want to be like that. So I think just get started, and I think I think just put yourself out there. Like there's this guy on YouTube, Ali Abdul. He has a video mm-hmm. about I really like his videos, and he was talking about you know putting yourself out there can be like a he calls it a serendipity vehicle. So serendipity is like something good happening to you without you, you, you knowing or something. So by putting yourself out there, you can get so many opportunities. I know not everyone's confident. It doesn't mean making YouTube videos, but even just posting that blog or, you know, just saying yes to that opportunity or just, you know, doing something that you might not usually do. It just, it can just help you so much. Like there's things that, opportunities that I've got just by saying yes to something or just being at the right place at the right time or just deciding I wanted to do more than what is required that is really what what's helped me yeah and yeah I mean I won't say like I'm the most talented but I am very hard working and there's always this famous quote that says hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard there's a lot of people that are talented <laughs> and they don't work that hard, but you've got to work yep. hard. You know, spend putting the time, putting the time, and then you'll reap the rewards from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Something that I wish I would have learned a lot sooner. I was saying this to another guest I was speaking to on the podcast that hard work is like worth so much more than talent, definitely. Mm-hmm what you're born with it's it's just a seed and you really just have to it's your job to nurture it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and so whatever you're born with you, you your job is a, to be a gardener and to nurture what you have there have been so many times when I've seen p- people who are talented be overtaken by people who worked hard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so so I I totally agree with you and the other thing as well it's something that should be pointed out that success is definitely about hard work but mm-hmm. it is also about luck to a certain extent it's kind of about just like you say serendipity but the way that we can kind of like improve our chances of getting what we want is to like do more basically and put ourselves out more often isn't it Mm -hmm. if you were a talented actor and you only went to one audition you're much less likely to get that opportunity than someone who's less talented but goes to every single audition right yeah i agree i agree yeah it's so true and you know, on the one note I wanted to mention as well is this comparison. Because I know a lot mm-hmm. of people, especially when you see successful people, it's so easy to compare yourself to them. But I always say don't compare yourself to people. Just be inspired by them. Like when I see yeah. someone that that's doing like what I want to do, I'm just like, wow, 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 wow. Like I won't say it. I won't put myself down about it. I'll be like, you know what? What can I do to get there? Because if you're constantly comparing yourself, like for example, let's say if you're driving and you're spending all the time looking at your rear view mirror, looking behind you, looking at whoever's driving behind you, you're going to crash. You're going to crash. And you're not going to get very far. But if you just give a glance, you know, take it into account, carry on going in your own lane, own direction, you'll get to your destination. So don't compare yourself, you know. It, 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 honestly, comparison is the thief of joy. And if you can continue mm-hmm. comparing, it's just not, you're not going to be happy. So just rather be inspired by people that, you look up to or people that you feel that are doing well it's really important 
I feel like you are the same person that you were when you started out. You're still mm-hmm. essentially the same person. Obviously, you've learned a lot and you've grown a lot in that time. And I think that's why people are drawn to you, really. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you're on Instagram where it's really easy to kind of compare yourself to other people. And you know, it's easy to kind of be influenced in the way that you behave mm-hmm. because of what you see other people doing. But I think you've really stayed true to who you are. Thank and, you. I appreciate yeah. it. I like to think so. Because I just, the worst thing is, I'd hate for, you know, you know when you see one Instagram and you meet them in real life, it's like, oh my gosh, like, what is this? <laughs> what is this fake persona? <laughs> so I just want to be myself and I'm happy that that comes across. You know, you, the, 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 your best at being yourself, like, I don't think I can be anybody else, to be honest. It's too much hard work to pretend mm-hmm. to be, to put off a fake persona. No, no, no. I've started to think that I want to get better at being myself Mm. maybe different types of people bring out different sides of you I think Mm. that might be the case and maybe each person is really five different people depending on who they're with but do you like all of those five people do you like every single version of yourself or iteration of yourself that appears with different people I think it's I think it's very difficult to be yourself and I think that's a a real a challenge worth taking on being your true self all the time what advice might you have for someone who wants to to grow their online presence? Because, I mean, there is a lot of there are a lot of doctors and dentists online. Mm-hmm. I guess first of all, actually, I do want to ask you: Do you feel like there's a bit of a saturation of people who are who are starting Instagrams and and like social media as a doctor as a, or a dentist? Hmm, good question. I feel like we've come into an age now where yeah, like it's like the Instagram takeover. Before, there used to be hardly any medical professionals. Now, we're all there. But I think it is good in a way because it's almost like, you know, when you're about to go to a shop or a restaurant, you're going to research them before you go. So I think mm-hmm. Instagram is kind of good so people can kind of look you up and you have the power to, to put out what you want people to see and stuff. Obviously, like we were saying, be true to yourself. Don't be fake. And I know a lot of dentists, I've had this, talk of a lot of dentists and they say they just don't like Instagram and that's fair it's not for everyone and I think you do have to kind of have like a, the personality for it because fair enough you can hire someone to get a content creator but it just needs to be you I think the most successful Instagram pages are pages where they are themselves and it just mm-hmm. seems like you just get authentic raw content rather than lots of pre-planned the key formula it's not really much of a because i really winged my instagram i didn't have no like anything like that like some people ask me how did you get like high no 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 i just posted what i liked and i think when you attract you know the right energy you will get that back you know you get you get people like you they'll follow you and you know that's that's kind of what instagram is and you know, people don't even, some people don't even post their face, they just post their work, and that's fine. You know, you have different kinds of pages where some people just don't even want to be on their Instagram, and that's fine. You know, you just have to figure out what kind of page you want. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should kind of approach it in the way that, you know, every every restaurant has a website, basically, mm-hmm. right? So every every time you think about going somewhere to eat out, you would probably check out the restaurant look at the menu look at some pics of the place right Mm -hmm. they know that they're not doing it so that they can get loads of people to 
land on their page necessarily yeah. they just want the people who who do turn up to get a good vibe and then want to stick around right and maybe maybe that should be the approach to instagram as well patients look up their doctors we don't necessarily need every single person to follow us we just need the people who do turn up to feel like they know us a little bit better yeah exactly i think that's the key it's just a place where people can get to know you a bit better especially dentists everybody mm. hates the dentist right so if you could get to your know your dentist a bit more good right <laughs> yeah yeah for sure and we can stop getting people like bold-facedly saying i hate the dentist to our face not very nice is yeah, it it's the if one they feel job. like they know you they're less likely to say that yeah. <laughs> it's the one job where people just walk in like by the way i hate the dentist oh god but you i think that's part <laughs> of the reason i want to be a dentist as well just to be a dentist that people don't hate <laughs> because i think mm. dentists have such a negative stigma and I, and I like to just break that like whenever a patient says oh wow this is what i was expecting oh wow like oh thank you like i've had such a good experience it just makes me really happy i'm like oh yeah like mm-hmm. it's like a mini win each time a patient says that yeah that's so that's a really good point and actually like to, to instagram's credit not not like we're hating on instagram it is a really good vehicle for people to feel more like happy about going to mm. see the dentist because like they've seen the place and i think that should be the main aim really is to kind of to change people's expectations isn't it yeah 100 so i i wonder now that you're working and because we've seen so much of your journey whilst you were in dental school and now that you're actually during your second year since graduating is that right yes 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 yeah how has your approach to kind of social media and your online presence been changed since you started working? It's changed too much. I've kind of been kind of consistent, been the same with my page. But I think now I'm just, before, well, it still is. Like I focus, my page is a lot focused towards helping people get into dental school students. But as I am growing into becoming this like, you know, dentist you know I do have an interest in like cosmetic dentistry stuff like that just trying to get more work on my page and it can be quite daunting to post your work mm-hmm. on the page especially if it's kind of I feel obviously I'm a newbie but I want to make sure that once you put something on Instagram is there that's your work it's like my baby any teeth photos on my page I have thought a million times before posting that <laughs> so and it's like, I know it's not going to be perfect, but I think that's the beauty in growing because a lot of young dentists say, oh no, I don't want to sign Instagram page. I haven't got like the perfect work yet, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, no, like if you wait for your work to be like perfect, I mean, maybe some people are just blessed it's perfect straight away, but you might just be waiting forever. Like you, it's good to see the growth and mm-hmm. what you might think is bad. Somebody else probably thinks it's really good. I think we're really harsh on ourselves. So obviously there are mm-hmm. some posts where I put, oh yeah, look, I know I could have improved this. And, you know, sometimes I put a little reflection. But then at the end of the day, if the patient was happy with it, that's the main thing. So that's the thing. I think a lot of dentists, we try and please other dentists. But mm. it is, you know, at the end of the day, the patient was happy, they were happy. So, yeah, I think I'm trying to be less critical of myself because I'm still learning every time, like, I'm only two, well, barely two years qualified. I qualified in 2020, pandemic baby. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> still growing, still growing. Mm, I think that's a really healthy approach. You know, the more as I get older, 
the more I, I try and focus on the process rather than the outcome mm-hmm. because like the process is so much longer than the outcome you have to enjoy it yeah. it's really cool to hear you say that because I feel like that kind of ties in with you starting your Instagram before you graduated before you had you know you'd finished dental school and that that has really taken you re- really far to start before someone else has given you permission to to just do or say something right yeah don't wait for people's permission in fact in fact even in dental school it was kind of like going against the grain because I think they kind of had like a rule of just no no social media blah 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 but I'm not saying rules are for breaking but I'm saying like at the end of the day I had my ways I'll be like "Mm." like you know patient has as long as the patient agrees you get the you get their uh, consent you have to be careful as well but I think I think you know at the end of the day it should not harming anybody and if if, you know everybody's happy then just do what you need to do I think a lot of people Mm -hmm. they like they followed the rules so strictly that they didn't want to do anything. I'm like, you know, you're kind of limit. I'm not saying like break the rules. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying like just try if you can. Like if you know something's gonna be good, try and find a way. Like sometimes you have to find a way to do something. There'll be things that are telling you not to, but you gotta you gotta mm-hmm. find a way. Gotta find a way. <laughs> yeah, no, I t- I totally agree with you. I think I think that medical and dental school attracts the type of person like a like a kind of hard-working conscious conscientious type of person who you know is generally just like a good person I suppose in terms yeah. of like trustworthy follows the rules and all yeah. those kinds of things and I have my opinions about this I'm not gonna really go into it but I, I feel like that can be taken advantage of sometimes mm-hmm. and it's you know, it's sometimes to our detriment that we we are these kinds of people that follow rules and things. And so you do have to recognize every so often, is that rule really necessary? Again, I'm not saying you should break the rules all the time, but but you, you do have to examine sometimes when you're following the rules or you're just not thinking for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So there's, I think there's a very fine line. I wanted to go back to what we were saying about your past self, you know, how you look back at the things you're worried about. And I wanted to ask kind of a strange question, but sometimes when I'm thinking about things I'm concerned about or I'm worried about, I try and imagine my future self looking back at that thing Mm. and being like, that was fine. Actually, that was completely fine. Mm -hmm. I was really worried about it, but I actually got through it, been there, done that kind of thing. And I just try and draw confidence from my future self because I know mm-hmm. I'll get there eventually. And yeah. I, I more and more I realize that it's up to me to become my future self. Yeah. And so I, I wonder if, if there are things that you ever, if or if you can think of something right now that you hope your future self will say like, that was fine. I was so worried about that, but it's okay. <sighs> I hope my future self would be able to look back at me right now because right now I think things that are stressing me the most is just getting my clinical skills to the point where you know it's really perfect doing the perfect composites and just you know just getting really worried about whether I would be you know because I think you see so many great great dentists and I'm just like oh my god will I ever get to that point where I want to be I just want to put yourself to this I'll be proud if I just carried on and just didn't worry. And eventually, yeah, I, I know I'll get to that point where I am, you know, 
really and I think the definition of success is very variable but I'd say successful dentist I think I am relatively successful right now but I'm not to the point where I want to be obviously there's still so much more left so yeah I just I think what it yourself will tell me right now just you know, don't worry and hopefully just carry on working hard carry on posting content carry on trying to make tiktoks even though they're really hard <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you have more than a thousand followers on tiktok i've been working at that tiktok for like three years <laughs> I, I just didn't post anything on it for like a year because i just didn't know how to use it but i think now i'm getting more of the hang of it that's one social media platform i'm trying out and just yeah overall just yeah just great dentistry more before and after photos more happy patients and yeah maybe one day have a practice but that's not really like massive on the cards right now but maybe one day yeah it's good i I think it's good far in the future (laughs) it's not something that you know right now but maybe one day Mm -hmm. because i I didn't i I, I always go up and down with owning a practice i'm like i remember the beginning i was like yeah i want to own one then i was like yeah no i definitely don't want to own one it's too stressful (laughs) and then i was like yeah i want to own one and now i'm just kind of like let's see how it goes (laughs) you do just have to wait it out really don't you and just and Mm -hmm. just focus on the process too because you're you're on the right track i think something that's really cool is that you are you're still doing the things that you did that made you successful and Mm -hmm. i think i was saying this to someone else i was watching an interesting video about how sometimes we lose our way because we reach a certain amount of success and then we stop doing the things that the fundamental things that made us successful in the first place Mm -hmm. so we just have to kind of stick with with those core habits that we had before Mm -hmm. going back to the present again so back where we are right now what are you working on at the moment that you are proud of oh good question so obviously doing a lot of cases at the moment composite bonding cases hopefully that i'll be proud of um also working on like working with partnership with Colgate so I've been doing lectures with them dental protection like like working with them as well like they're in like an insurance company and they're they're you know they're like kind of we have like a partnership which is you know because I've I didn't think this would be possible I've got an agent like dentists actually have agents so I've got an agent mm-hmm. that actually helps me his name's Joe and he just like really helps me like find good like brand partnerships So I'm really proud that I'm able to do that stuff because, you know, I feel like success is getting paid to do stuff that you do anyway for free. And when you get to that Mm. point, it's just like, yeah, (laughs) this is fun. That's such a good definition. I love that definition of success. Yeah, I've never heard that one before. Yeah. I love that. Because you just, you do it anyway. And it's like, wow, this is a bonus. (laughs) You should be doing some stuff that I do. So, yeah, happy with my brand partnership and i guess youtube videos are ongoing process i think the editing just oh god so i like making content but the editing really so i'm trying to like find an editor on fiverr because it's got to a point where i'm just like overwhelmed with editing but i am proud of the the youtube video because i i just don't want to put something out there that i'm not proud of so i take so long to edit yeah yeah so those are a couple of things at the moment. Hopefully there will be more. 
lots mm. of things to be excited about in the year coming ahead as well I think that's that's wonderful to hear about and we're super excited Thank to see you. like what what you do next I, I guess I, I just wanted to finish off by asking you because I'm really interested to know from from people who have I think broken the mold a little bit mm. what is it that um, you would do if you could imagine that you were the dean of a dental school of your choosing I guess you went to Plymouth right yeah yeah if you were the dean of your of your dental school mm-hmm. what would you want to change about how dentistry is taught I'll definitely just say more representation just maybe try and hire different kinds of tutors it's, it wasn't all that bad because I love my dental school but it's always nice to have like a diverse environment but to be fair in Plymouth it's not that easy because it is Plymouth <laughs> that, that's always good and I think just try not to put down social media a lot I think I'd be quite a forward-thinking dean you know if my students want to start dental play just so be it just do it in a safe and controlled way and get consent and just you know but I think it's so important to document things like a lot of things that I did for my Instagram page, I look back and oh my gosh, like I actually got that moment captured. So many memories. So I think it can be a bit overly strict sometimes and actually mm-hmm. stop people's creativity. So I think I'd be yeah, quite a nice theme. But yeah, you do what you need to do. You know, study, but if you if you want to do this, do this, you know, and just yeah, have fun. Yeah, for sure. I think I I would agree with you. I think it would be really good for dentists to get into the habit of documenting things. I've worked at a dental practice with my mom and my sister, and mm-hmm. they're the dentists here. And and I've I've always been like, I need pictures. I need pictures because I wanted us to post on Instagram and mm-hmm. show progress. But there have been so many turnarounds and like like forgot to take the picture before and after. And it, it is good. It's definitely a good thing for dental students to get into that habit yeah. of like capturing your wins is like so important. you know who else is going to do that for you yeah. you, you need to you, yeah you need to like, be I have proud the of the things you've done of like my first filling and like my first bread and stuff like that. I take pictures of everything because I just want to mm-hmm. look at it and be like oh wow like I've come such a long way so yeah that would yeah. definitely be my advice take photos take photos mm-hmm. I take photos of everything like I want to be able to look back when I'm like 80 and just look at look at all the memories I captured during my teens and twenties because it goes yeah. very, it goes very quickly. I'm even twenty five already. Hey, <laughs> I'm just going well. So just capture the moment. Twenty <laughs> five. Mm, I I miss twenty five. But, but oh yeah, wait, I it, thought it you does, were my age. Quickly. No, no, no. I'm thirty. Oh wow. Well, you look you're looking good. <laughs> Thank you. Because that is not even old. <laughs> This is the thing. No, thirty is not old. Yeah, no. I think thirty is is, is a, this is a tangent, but I think thirty is like a really feared number. Yeah. And I definitely, when I was twenty nine, when I twenty, being twenty nine was the worst year. Honestly, it was the worst year. I was like counting down the whole time. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be thirty, and I haven't done this, I haven't done that. And then I'd even just that time, like every so often, I'd just be like, "It's okay, I'm thirty, it's fine," and I'd just. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. try and be like get used to the idea of 30 but honestly on the other side it's wonderful because I have less of a I'm just like let me go for whatever I want to go for and let me do what I want to do let me do what I need to do I think there is a certain confidence that comes with age just mm-hmm. because you look at these experiences that you've had 
I guess it's just that I can I can recognize emotions that I had in the past. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about fear before. And I'll be like, oh, I, I remember this. Every time I'm like, oh, I feel intimidated or I feel this or that. I'm like, oh yeah, I've had this thing that happened to, be, to me before. I've I've experienced this before and I survived mm. it. It was fine. Yeah, yeah, I think society in general places a lot of pressure. Like you have to do this before you're 30, get married, to do this, do that. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's not down to side to what you do in your life. And I think mm-hmm. as children, as teenagers, we always had this idea, by 30, I would have done X, Y, Z. But it's not always <laughs> like it's not always like that. Exactly. We've got so much life ahead of us that we shouldn't be bogged down. Mm-hmm. And literally it's just other people's pressures that make us mm-hmm. think that way. Like if no one ever said anything about you have to do this or that, we wouldn't think like that. So Yeah. Yeah, I think I think maybe also we both come from Nigerian backgrounds and there's yeah. like there's an there's an extra added kind of pressure I think if you want to go out of the norm like a little bit oh nope <laughs> no, that's why you just thought do you do you the family will always understand at the end of the day they love you so yeah yeah oh. don't don't wait for permission to do things I think is the really is the really big thing I just wanted to say thank you again so much. There's so many more questions that I could ask you. I think you've got a whole wealth of of knowledge and experience that I think would be, you know, wonderful for people to hear about. And we've gotten so much of it today. So thank you for that. And to your point about representation, I think it is amazing that you're being that person that you saw that inspired you. Mm. And it's, it's what we see that expands our imagination until you see a black woman doing something you might not imagine that it's possible exactly. <laughs> and we just yeah we just need to know that it's possible and yeah it's, Mate, it's amazing that you're doing that that daily. Going to do top 50 there's only ever been one black woman and that was eugenia the one i saw on mm. and to think i'm now the second one on that list is mind-blowing i'm just like wait what how did this it's happen? just two of you on this list there's only two black people two black women yeah. women yeah can you imagine? Oh, so, yeah. It's all mad. Yeah. She's like 20, like 10 or 20 more years qualified than me. So I'm just mm. like, wow. Congratulations. I'm so Thank glad you. that you you are where you are doing this because you're paving the way. You're you're kind of opening the path up for, for more people like it's you really to, to be able to do it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Brand New Doctor. I really enjoyed recording this and felt so inspired by Yoande, so I hope you got something from it too. If you don't already, you can follow her on Instagram at Dr. Yoande Dental. That's D-R dot Y-E-W-A-N-D-E Dental. All the links will be in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe and share the episode. I really appreciate your feedback, so please leave a rating and review. It also helps other people to discover the podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at rolake.so, that's R-O-L-A-K-E dot S-O. Message me, DM me, I would love to hear from you, and I'll be back soon with another episode of Brand New Doctor.